Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's time for News from the Nest with Vinny and Haney. Sponsored by CQ Credit Union. 1057 The Fan. You know, I'm not satisfied, honestly. Um, not playing to what my standard is for myself. Just being more consistent is probably, you know, something that I pride myself on. Roddy Stanley cleaning out the locker yesterday like his teammates were as the Ravens lose to the Chiefs 17-10 AFC Championship game on Sunday. And he was asked to, Vinny, assess his play here in 2023. And you just heard him say, not satisfied, not good enough. And we saw some of that reared's ugly head Sunday against Kansas City. Well, if it was if it was good enough, you're not rotating two guys in there to help him out. That that's my thing. And he's been hurt a ton, and he doesn't play well when he's hurt. He got rolled over a lot of those games. He couldn't plant anything. Um, I don't. Um, I I just ah, I have a hard time with him. Because in 19, he was super talented and he was a stud. But ever since then, he's kind of, you know, since he got paid, he's gotten worse. Is he worth $26 million a year? Hell no. Is he worth almost 11% of your cap? No way. Are you getting the production of that? No. You know, uh, he probably gave up at least three hits on the quarterback, you know. And I, I just, he's declining big time in my eyes and and you know if you get him back does he train does he work out does he do those things i don't know he doesn't ever practice always got to have rest days and everything i mean i you're ready I mean, to move I, on is what you're saying if i if yes i i would move on because what are you getting you get mccarry to play a lot of the time anyhow i guess one of the problems with the cap hit and we talked to Kevin Allstriker yep. last hour, and, you know, maybe next year would be the more advantageous for the Ravens. Uh, time it cost to him do- $17.8 million to keep him. There's no in-house replacement for him, though, which means either you address it if you're mo- looking to move on at left tackle in free agency or in the draft, or the Ravens are, what, 30th pick yeah. this year, where well, Ronnie was a top, what, sixth pick overall. Well, you could you could maybe cut him, Bob, after June first. You know, go through those things and see if you get a guy. If you don't get a guy, then you know, have at it. Ronnie's back. But if you get a guy, adios, amigos, and I'll take the seventeen million and I'll pick up eight. So I, I just, I, to me, Bob, I don't know that. Does it? Does he love it? Is he passionate about football? Does he love football? Is it the most important? Is he hurting because they lost that game? Is he hurting because Lamar would have thrown a touchdown pass to Bateman because he gave up that play on the outside? And and I don't know why. 
They said that uh, Lamar had to jump his ass in the Houston game for what? You know, get his ass going. If that's the case, you know, does does Lamar trust him? It's video Haiti one hundred five seven. The bad news from the nest here on this turn up Tuesday. Let's get back to the people. They want to vent. They want to judge, analyze, look ahead, perhaps to the future. Would Ronnie Stanley be part of your Ravens future? Let's go to New Jersey. Get Mitch. Mitch, what's happening? Vinny, Bob, thanks for the call. Your enthusiasm is second to none. Well, thank you, Mitch. I wish I wish they ran the ball. I thought they were pretty stuck at running back, especially when they picked up Cook. And I like the wide receivers. You still got to you have ex-first-round picks uh, with the wide receivers in uh, Nelson Aguilar and um, OBJ. Oh, Beckham. I always get his name mixed up. My mistake. But you got to be happy with the defense. Play quite, yep. quite well. You got to keep uh, your linebacker there. And one more thing, I know it's a very small constellation, but you didn't throw, you didn't gamble and throw the the game away, especially the second half that the Lions did. I mean, the, Detroit doesn't get to the to the doesn't get this far for another 20, 30 years like they did the last time. Oh, Campbell, he's not going to last long. That was he botched it not once but twice. Could could have made up for it the second time, right? All right, Mitch saying that uh, old Dan Campbell could be on the hot seat. After blowing a 17-point halftime lead to the San Francisco 49ers. And to his point, I mean, that had been, what, 32 years since the Lions had played an NFC Championship game. You would just hope that Dan Campbell learned a lesson from there. Uh, Because we did it. I remember, Papa, which game was it when Harbs, he went up by three scores, you know, and he kicked the field goal, said it was a no-brainer. I think that's if you can go up on a team three scores – is huge because they'd have been up 27, 10, 20, even, you know, two touchdowns. Um, I, I just don't know, you know, if, if he is that stubborn, Bob, or people upstairs are telling him, kick it, kick it. We go up three scores or he just like, no, I'm, I'm doing what I want to do. And there were some drops in the second half yeah. that doomed them. Reynolds had a couple of uh, brick hand moments there. Let's get back to the phones. Four tap five eight three, one zero five seven. Vinny and Haney here. Let's go to Harry and Owings Mills. Harry, what's happening? Hey, hello, gentlemen. How are you? Thanks for taking my call. Thanks for calling. Um, I wanted to point out, touch on a couple of things. One, a little bit of what I said yesterday. Well, one thing I was really very disappointed with was the fact that the team said how dialed in and how focused they were. Now I look at the Ravens wired every week. And in the game against the 49ers, it was Roquan Smith. And, of course, 49ers, they're trying to be the big, bad kid on the block. They want to try to intimidate the Ravens. So Patrick Queen and some others were engaged in discussions with them during the game. And it was Roquan Smith that went over to them and said, we talk with our pads, bro. We talk with our pads, showing great leadership. But he didn't do that in his last game in the one where he's, like I said, he was jaw-jacking with Travis Kelsey. So I wanted to make that first point. The mm-hmm. second thing was, Vinny, I heard your interview on SiriusXM. I was out over the weekend or on Friday where you were talking about a great job, by the way. They talked about a number of things. One of those was they said that Todd Munkin wasn't getting a lot of looks for head coaching opportunities. And I think if I remember correctly, you mentioned that or someone mentioned that perhaps it had to do with his age because he's 57. Right. Now, of course, there's some conspiracy theorists out there. I'm not quite one of them, but they said, well, maybe he was trying to showcase Lamar, trying to 
showed what he has done with Lamar in this offense to really try to get some looks at being a head coach. Your thoughts on that? Uh, here's the only thing I would say to that is all the jobs, you know, that he was involved with, he'd been out on, on them since the Houston game. So I, I don't uh, I don't believe that one iota, you know. Just because Lamar has the has the, the keys, Lamar can change plays and stuff. So I just think this. I think Lamar didn't have a good game. Todd didn't have a good game. The offense didn't have a good game. It's Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fed. When we come back, hopefully we're having a good day with the money by yourself. Coming up next, get into the sports-related subjects as well. Get back to your phone calls at 410-583-1057. WGK Law phone lines open for you. Vinny's film breakdown of the Ravens defense, who did play well on Sunday. Unfortunately, I guess it just wasn't enough to achieve victory. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Are you buying? Great cash, homie. Or are you selling? I'm not going to buy into that crap. Penny and Haney. 1057 The Fan. 1057-The Fan here on this Turn It Up Tuesday. Get back to your phone calls later on in the hour. Right now, let's count a little cash, shall we? And talk about the sports of the day by yep. ourselves. Well, the Dow's up 47. The S&P's down 2. The NASDAQ is down 88. DraftKings is up 12 cents. Under Armour's up 15 cents, 772. We were just talking about Dan Campbell a little bit earlier. His mm-hmm. personality kind of made him the subject of a lot of scrutiny early in his tenure as Lions head coach, but did lead a young team this year to the NFC Championship game probably earning some more respect around the league, but the way they went out, him rolling the dice, uh, in the past it's been successful for him, obviously wasn't on Sunday, and he'll 
face the criticism for that, certainly. But Vinny, buy or sell, Campbell won't be able to change his tendencies. It will ultimately cost him his job. Um, his stubbornness? I'll buy that. I'll kind of soft buy that. You know, hopefully he learns as he gets more of a veteran coach. But right now, yeah, like I was listening to some coaches talk yesterday. There's a way that you got to coach when you're ahead, and then there's a way to coach when you're behind. Go over to the NBA where the Knicks got quite the injury scare over the weekend. Julius Randle suffered a dislocated shoulder in their win over the Heat. MRI revealed that things were not as severe as they initially feared, but he's still going to miss multiple weeks as a team, or well, as the team's second highest scorer. Loss is obviously big, but behind him in their big man depth chart, whole lot of nothing. Uh, Isaiah Hartenstein, Mitchell Robinson, fellow centers, or just big men in general, averaging six points per game each. By yourself, Bob, the Knicks will struggle greatly without Randall, lose footing in the Eastern standings. I'll soft by that, too. Now, Hartenstein's already stepped in for Mitchell Robinson, who's been out for an extended period of time. Now it's up to the Prince, who they acquired from Toronto, to make it happen. But Dante DiVincenzo's added some points, replacing quickly in R.J. Barrett. It all going to fall on uh, Jalen Brunson. But, yes, when you lose a guy that's a double-double every night yeah. for an extended period of time, your team is lessened. So, I'll soft by they'll lose footing how much remains to be seen. And they still have Ananobi, too, who's uh, been a nice addition for them. I mean, they've been hot since the trade. Over to the Ravens, as we know, gave Odell Beckham Jr. quite the payday to come to Baltimore for one year. The results... Better than expected in some areas, also underwhelming in others. Overall, though, I guess the fears of him fracturing the locker room or causing unnecessary drama were proven to be irrational pretty quickly. He said that he thinks this year proved that he can still play football at a high level, uh, but will he find himself back, or he will find himself, rather, on the free agent market here very shortly. Vinny, buy or sell, whether it's in Baltimore or elsewhere, Odell will be playing on another one-year deal. Oh, uh, 100% one-year deal, and not for $15 million either. Mm-hmm. And will he be willing to accept, you know, a deal for $6 million or something like that? Because I'm guessing if you really look at it, he plays probably 30 plays a game at max. Uh, we'll go over to baseball here. Aaron Hicks has found a new home with the Angels, signed a one-year deal with them for the league minimum, but... He's not hurting for money because the Yankees are still paying him for that massive $70 million deal that he signed a few years ago. His resurgence in Baltimore last year was a huge surprise and a welcome one at that. Orioles desperately needed it with Cedric Mullins missed time with an injury, but not enough room to keep him around. He'll go to L.A. Buy or sell, Bob Hicks will be able to build on his time with the O's and avoid reverting to his slump. I will sell it. Not saying he'll be as bad as he was in New York, but I don't know if he'll duplicate the resurgence he had with the Orioles. He's getting up there a little bit in age as well. Aaron Hicks is a good ball player, not a superstar. The Orioles have a glut of outfielders, so they didn't really need him, air quotes. But when Cedric Mullins went down, Aaron Hicks was a vital part of them winning the division last year. And for that, if he ever comes back to Baltimore, he'll get a free beer, I'm sure, from a lot of people. 
And how about this one here? Only a few head coaching gigs remain open right now, Seattle and Washington. They're both expected to fill those pretty quickly. We know they have heavy interest in Mike McDonald and Ben Johnson, respectively. But since being fired by Tennessee, Mike Vrabel's remained pretty quiet. Uh, we know he had a couple interviews with uh, Atlanta, Carolina, I believe. Obviously, they moved in other directions. It's a little puzzling that a team you know, wasn't quick to scoop up a guy that had success with the Titans, has respect as a, a player-friendly coach on top of that. Vinny Byersell here, returning to a coordinator role, isn't the end of the world for Mike Vrabel. Uh, I'll uh, sell that. I don't think – I think he'll sit out the year first. I was told that if Harbs didn't get I saw the report yesterday, NFL Network. If Harbs didn't get the Chargers job, Vrabel he would have been it. the guy. Yeah. So, I mean, Vrabel, if he sits out a year, you know, he'll he'll find a job and he's still getting paid. I'm not taking a coordinator job. It's been Ian Haney, 105.7 The Fan. You want to join us, you can at 410-583-1057. As a matter of fact, let's squeeze a call in here before we get to the bottom of the hour. And then more calls than Vinny's film breakdown of the Ravens' defense, their performance. Okay, they lost, but, you know, it's a team effort. But, you know, they gave up a couple of... Hey, you get the point. Film breakdown with defense coming up soon. Steve in Baltimore. Steve, thanks for holding your own the fan with Vinny and Andy. Yeah, I'm glad that y'all took my call. Love the show. Thank Look, you, Steve. Harbaugh choked because it's his nemesis, Andy Reid. And, and Lamar choked because he's trying to prove to everybody that he can throw in the pocket instead of being the dual threat that he is. He makes uh, coordinators stay up and coach stay up late trying to figure out what he's going to do and how they're going to stop him. And he made it easy for them, you know what I mean, because they psyched him out. And he didn't get that, a young kid, he don't get that. They psyched him out to him, oh, he can't, he can't throw in the pocket. He can't. And that's what they wanted him to do, and that's what he did. He needs to go back to being the dual trick that, and do it his way. And he would have won that game if he did, because the, the offensive line wasn't holding up. Now, when they give him time, honestly, he throw the ball good. But they weren't giving – Stanley needs to go, like uh, what's his name say. I don't know why they still have Brandon Stanley. He hurt. Get somebody else who's not hurt, man. And that's my say. All right, Steve, mm-hmm. thank you very much. Yeah, I, I oh, I agree with you uh, with Ronnie Stanley. I think Vinny was there packing his bag yesterday, yeah. Ronnie Stanley. His garbage bag. <laughs> yeah, I was playing Santa Claus for him. You want me to carry that for you? <laughs> By the way, to uh, what Steve was saying, I saw Chris Jones. Now, this was yesterday morning on Scott Van Pelt mm-hmm. after the game saying we wanted Lamar, talking about him, Spagnola, to become more of a pocket passer, and that's exactly – I guess they played right into the hands of what Spags wanted them to do. 82%. They they did. And they want to blitz Lamar to make him make quick decisions is what they wanted to do. And they followed their game plan to a T. And they got the Ravens out of what they wanted. The Ravens came into the game running the ball, rushing attempts more than anybody in the National Football League. And it would have been the two teams in the Super Bowl, Bob, that would have been interesting. The two teams that would have been in the Super Bowl if it would have been the Ravens that ran the ball the most, rushing attempts, one and two, Baltimore and San Fran. And Baltimore ran it six times. 
888-1057. The fan will come back. Take your phone calls. Get in here at 410-583-1057. Pick a song you want loud. Send that to the Plaza Port text line. It is Turn It Up Tuesday. Vinny's film breakdown of the Ravens defense in the championship game against the Chiefs. NFL lunch coming up at 1 o'clock. Coming up at 1.30 from OurLads.com is John Cooper. We're going to talk about this weekend Shrine Bowl and Senior Bowl. Four Terps, two in the Shrine, two in the Senior, trying to uh, impress the scouts as the NFL draft. Yes, we've got to that phase. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Of the year. Your sports information station, 1057 The Fan. I hope so, man. Like I said, man, I enjoyed coming to work, man. It made my life a lot easier this year. I probably why I played at a high level because I wouldn't have no pressure. It was just come in and have fun and be yourself and uh, just play ball. Jadavia Clowney. Question was yesterday as he met with the media, Ravens locker room as they uh, clean things out. Season's come to an end. If the option is there to return to Baltimore, would he resign? He said, I hope so. It's going to be about money and choices, as we've talked about. But bringing him back in a revitalization year. Remember, two years ago in Cleveland, he had a good year. 2022 did not. Yep. And then bounced back big time for the Ravens in 23. Bob, I thought this year... What, he had like two games where we're like, oh, you know, are the legs dead? Then all of a sudden he kind of got rejuvenated and then he was back doing what he was doing. So, I mean, he didn't play like an, a, a you know, like a guy who's done. He played like he's got, it wasn't like JPP where it was like, oh my God, right. you know. <laughs> <laughs> Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. Let's get out to the phones. We've got Vinny's film breakdown of the Ravens defense coming up. Stay tuned for that. John Cooper at 1.30. Talking about the Senior Bowl and the Shrine game, both happening this week. Shrine on Thursday. Senior Bowl happening Saturday. As a matter of fact, we're watching a Senior Bowl practice mm-hmm. on NFL Network as we speak. Let's go to Rob in Bel Air. Rob, what's happening? Well, well, Bob, I'm still as hot as Rex Ryan uh, doing a rant on uh, Get Up. Are I mean, your that's... teeth as shiny as Rex Ryan's, though? Not, There's not, the not, as, not as shiny, but you know that him and Harbaugh have a history together. It's, it's not good. <laughs> and you could see it when he said, I, you know, about Greg Roman. And, I mean, he's, he's, it's still a Harbaugh team. And, I, and, and that caller before kind of stole my thunder a little bit about something, and I called – week ago about something about Tomlin, something about Andy Reid. I don't know what gets in Harb's head. I have no clue. But the coaching strategy, 
But I was with Vinny. I, I mean, I agree with Vinny. I was watching the uh, All-22, and I thought, I thought the same thing, what he did. I don't understand. why. Are they afraid Gus is going to fumble the ball? I mean, is it – you've got to give him at least 15 or something carries. And Lamar and – I, and I went back, Vinny and Bob, and I watched the Seattle game, the Detroit game, why they were so dominant. I know Casey's a different defense. They fly around. they got good corners. I know, but they were working off play-action pass. They were working off that. There was a play in the, in the game where, what's his name uh, for Kansas City, Colossus number 56. Oh, George Colossus. That sack where he blew by uh, Moses. Uh, Morgan Moses and, like, had <laughs> Lamar in a headlock. And the, the thing was, Lamar was a sitting duck the whole game. It was like, hey, I'm going to go after him. I'm going to go. There was no threat of a draw there was no threat of anything it was just it was the most weirdest game plan i've ever seen and the sad part about the ravens and if if you watch it against buffalo 101 yard right at the goal line 101 yard um run back against the cincinnati Bengals, boom a 99 yard run back when you try to die from the three and now zay flowers these things in the playoffs have killed them, have just killed them, period. And when people say, oh, they'll be back, maybe some will, and they're going to get some new players. But you had a healthy Lamar Jackson the whole season, and this was your goal. How do you know something might not – you just don't know about injuries and losing major players year from – I mean, we lost running backs, but this was their shot, guys, and this is why it's hard to take. Very hard. Well, the other thing is, look at all the quarterbacks in the AFC that got hurt this year that helped, you know, the Ravens move along. I hear what you're saying, but still, how many times have they been in the playoffs last six years? Ravens? Five? Five. Yeah, so. With healthier quarterbacks. Yeah. You saw what the uh, Steelers owner said, right? Yeah. He's impatient. We get it. No, it's it's time we got to start winning some Playoff games, but, he told Tom. Yeah, but the bottom line is, as long as Baltimore's quarterback's healthy, yeah, they're going to have a chance to yeah. win games. Let's get back to the phones. Let's go to Pikesville. Let's Q. Q going to bring the positivity, I'm assuming, here on this turnaround. Yeah, you, already know. you already know. Good afternoon, fellas. Yeah, <laughs> Vinny, that's what I was saying yesterday. Like, It's not a foregone conclusion that the Ravens are going to be back in this position. I don't care what uh, Bob is saying about they make the playoffs every year. Okay, you haven't done jack. So, at the end of the day, with these other quarterbacks coming back into play, nope. it's not going to be a cakewalk. You could scratch that. And first and foremost, do you still think uh, your boy Bateman is the number one receiver or not? Bateman? Not not the way he's playing. I mean, the, the production, the production doesn't say it. <laughs> I've been telling you this every year. He's not a number one receiver. But I do think if you put him with the right quarterback, keyword right, he will flourish. So y'all seeing that he's gone? If he goes somewhere like let's say uh, the Jets, L.A. Rams, with Stafford or somebody or like that, or Chargers would be a nice addition. Yeah. You know yeah, he'll I mean? put up, exactly because I think they're gonna lose Keith, uh, Allen. So yeah, he'll put up some numbers with those type of quarterbacks. Also speaking, um, Spagnoli is the MVP of that game. Yep, he did the most common sense thing that's since Brian Flores and the Finns did it on that Thursday night game. What was that? Twenty twenty one. He blitzed Flores blitz like 90% of the game. Exposed uh, LeBron. Then the following three seasons, two seasons, pardon me, these other DCs act like they forgot how to play uh, defense or watch footage. 
if you blitz this kid, he panics. He gets exposed. He has yet to prove that he can go against the blitz consistently. So, I mean, we're going to we, more than likely these other DCs that y'all play next season during the regular season, they're going to do the same thing, not blitz, fall back. He's going to look better than what he does. And then come postseason, you're going to have a smart, intelligent DC play the blitz again. And y'all talk about the game, about if the Ravens did this, did that, the points would have been this, the points would have been that. I have yet to hear any show on this on this station talk about nine points that was taken off the board for uh, KC. The safety that was not called. Safety. When the no tackle got tripped, it was no flag in the end zone. And the screen touchdown, what they called the hogwash of, what was it, an offensive hole that was nowhere near the play. That's nine points right there. And we're not going to talk about the classless hits, multiple classless hits by the D linemen from the Ravens going at this kid on uh, knees, Mahomes. I think he got two calls, two headshot calls. But other than that, they've been trying to kill this guy the whole game. I thought one of the plays where I think it was uh, Matabike wrapped him up. It looked like this guy's legs was going to break off. So, I mean, at the end of the day, y'all can say, well, if the Ravens did this, the Ravens could have won that. Nah, you got to play it all around. All around means y'all got, they got nine points taken off the board from them to make the game closer than what it really was. So, we'll see at the end of the day uh, next year. What's what? Y'all take it easy, fellas. All right, yeah. Uh, look, damn. Lamar was hurt in 21, hurt in 22, didn't even play in December. Right. Last time the Ravens made the playoffs with Lamar was 2020. They won a playoff game. Lost to Buffalo. Yeah. Won a playoff game this year, made it to the AFC Championship game. The, the, if he's healthy, they're going to be one of the best teams in the AFC because they have a franchise quarterback. Period. Point blank. When he's played into December, every year he's played. Through December to January, they made the playoffs. 2018, 2019, 2020, and now in 2023. As long as you're, no matter the team, especially if you have an elite quarterback, he's healthy, your team's going to have a chance to win. 17 of the 18 games that he played this year, he was by far the best quarterback, best player on the field. Their schedule's going to be difficult. Coming up, we'll look at that. Ravens do have, what, the 30th pick in the draft to address some things, and we'll figure out what they're addressing as we're now into the postseason, bowl season, as they're analyzing prospects. We'll talk about that with John Cooper coming up at 1.30. More of your phone calls coming up next. NFL lunch. We're going to push Vinny's film back to 1.15, talk about the defense. We're all, you know, by the way, they have a couple of good guys there. We'll get into that and more here on the fan. Work sucks. They don't. Vinny and Haney. 1057 The Fan. Big 80, 1057 The Fan. Turn it up Tuesday. NFL lunch coming up, top of the hour. Have that together. If you're still on the phones, can't get to you this segment. Vinny's film breakdown of the Ravens defense is coming up at 115. And then John Cooper from ourlads.com. Talk about the top draft prospects. 2024 as we've got the Shrine Bowl and the Senior Bowl happening this week. But let's get out to the phones. Let's go to Baltimore. It is Lee. Lee, thanks for holding. What is up? Good afternoon, fellas. The Bob's there, the Ben Man, and Nolan. Yep. What's hey, Lee, up? what's going on, man? I just got a few things, man. Make me question the game a whole lot, man. I'm just trying to figure out. We we all know it was only six rushing attempts. We, we know that. Um, 
Um, this, this is a fun fact, though. Have, have you noticed in uh, deep into the third quarter, Lamar was the second leading receiver on the team? Did you know that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had 13 yards receiving, and I think Zay Fly was at 100. And they, yeah, it was just those two guys. And uh, just it just made me wonder. This, this is another thing. I, I don't. I may be wrong. I may be right. Not sure. So Todd Munkin, he's calling a lot of passing plays. wasn't calling a lot of run plays. It seemed like there was trips on the field. So my 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 question is: Doesn't Lamar has the keys to change the play if he sees something different? Couldn't he just call run plays? Or am I wrong? I want to say that. The handoff to Gus Bus, where he went for like 15, I want to say that was a check. It looked like it was on film. I don't know for sure, but it looked like he was making a check there. And those are the only, I mean, that was, what, 36 yards back-to-back run plays off tackle the right side. Uh, But then we never saw it again. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out. I don't know if it was Todd Munkin or Lamar Jackson because I thought that Lamar could change the play if he sees that you know that they, maybe they had a spy on him or that the defense were doing something shaky. Why did he just change the play to a run play when the backs were on the field most of the game anyway? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. My only question, but I'll hang up and finish listening to the show, guys. All right, Lee, thank you for the call. That's 36 of what, the 81 they rushed for on the day. Well, the Ravens. I thought they'd rush for over 150. I, I was not going to be shocked if they rushed for 200, but they would have had to average like 15, what, 15, 18 yards of carry. <laughs> Let's go to Nick and Bel Air. Nick, what's happening? You know, 16 rushes for 81 yards isn't bad, but obviously the Ravens don't watch film. I would assume, Vinny, they would watch film of uh, what the Chiefs maybe did last week against the Bills, who – Arguably, the Bills had them on the ropes, probably dominated that game a little more, certainly did time of possession. Great passing quarterback, right, or a good passing quarterback in Allen, but yet they pound the rock 40 times. Our offensive linemen should have been screaming, we're never going to get an answer from Munkin. We've killed, we've, we've killed, we've, we've, we've deadened this issue to a point where Raven fans like me are just disgusted, lost our voice with his bozo performance on Sunday. But, you know, enough of that. Some, I mean, they're, they can interview maybe Edwards, but he's packed his locker and gone home, and he's a free agent. Who knows what's going to happen? But it, I, I am going to end my call with the defense, because I know, I know Vinny's going to get into that segment, the, the war between McDonald and Spags, and slightly won by Spags, and I'll, I'll make a comment on that at the end of my call. But as far as Harbs, things that I've been worried about and I'm thinking about for a long time now, people love playing for Harbs. Come in, great environment, the castle, everything's nice. But you wonder how much workload is being done, how much preparation is being done. This team obviously don't watch film, or they would have pounded the rock a little bit. But, hey, on defense, Spags won the battle with McDonald slightly. I love the way our defense played. But, Vinny, two things. One is our defensive linemen are not coached or, or, or taught to get their hands up in the air. You're not going to get to Mahomes, so get your hands up and cause a little bit of havoc so you don't get these schoolyard plays off. Um, you know, Clowney, like you said, played great. That one schoolyard play where, where uh, uh, Kelsey's getting seven, eight yards on that dump pass, yep. Clowney was pushed in the backfield like about 30 yards. And he just stopped. And, and, you know, I can't be critical of Clowney. That was just a terrible play there. Um, Plus, but they had been they on the field for nine minutes. 
Right. They were definitely, and, and of course, they were more disciplined getting the flags called against us. But finally, defensively, you go into a game like that and you got to go against their big weapons. Um, Spags did something McDonald didn't. Our, our receivers, a lot of them, got bumped at the line of scrimmage every single play. Yep. How many times did Kelsey get bumped, taken off his route? None. He, um, maybe in the second half they adjusted a little bit. But by then, you know, Kelsey's having a Hall of Fame first half, and we're doing nothing about it. And I just wanted to get your comments on, on the defense because um, those two areas, I think, um, not getting your hands up in the air and, and, and not, not – um, you know, coach, not coaching it up the right way as far as taking the best receiver out of the game for them, you know, hitting them at the line of scrimmage is a no-brainer. Thanks, uh, guys. You know what, to, you, to that point, you know, when the Ravens were trying to run those quick screens to Zay Flowers, they had a corner up, so it made it that much more difficult, and they didn't get anything off of it, whereas when the Chiefs were running it, corners were off. Even when they did it to Kelsey, um, Hamilton was about eight yards back. So, I mean, you're going to get four or five yards no matter what. And that was their run game. That was That's what they were doing for the run game. So, yeah, the Ravens' quick passing game wasn't good, and they had their corners most of the time lined up over them. The tight ends were getting a free release. It's 58-80, 105-7. The Fed will come back. NFL lunch. Looks like the Steelers have a new offensive coordinator. And the Lions might not need one after all. We'll get into all of that. Your phone calls are welcome. Vinny's film breakdown of the Ravens defense, the performance against the Chiefs. John Cooper, OurLads.com. We'll talk about the Shrine and Senior Bowls both happening this week. Who are the prospects to look out for? A lot of big-name quarterbacks at the Senior Bowl. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 